Hi, if you're keen to follow our podcasts on our website or view our webinars or learn more about our other services and products we are offering, please head off to semitonasonline.com.co for more information. Welcome to the Dr. Mario Show. I am Mario Carolus, Editorial Director and Founder of the Dr. Mario Show. This show deals with online matters about music, education, business or just for everyday living. Today I continue with the question, are all video online delivery platforms similar or do they actually differ from one another and how do I know which one suits my organization, school, institution or entity? Last week I focused on Zoom as online platform and today I will discuss Teams as online platform. Later in the show, I'll talk to Lena Chandalpa, Category Manager at PepsiCo, a leading chips and snacks company and the market leader uh, in New Zealand. I'll talk to Lena on how she experienced working remotely from home in New Zealand and at the same time managing online teaching of her three children during COVID-19 lockdown. But first, my monologue. Before I discuss Teams as choice online video conferencing platform, let's quickly look at the history of Teams. Teams is the fourth generation telecommunications application which started with Skype. Although Skype is nowadays associated with Bill Gates, tech giant, Microsoft, it was never the brainchild of Microsoft. In fact, Skype was founded in 2003 by a Swede, Nicholas Zinstrom, and a Dane Janus Fries. The Skype software was created by Estonians R.T. Heinier, Prihit Kasasalu, Jean Tallinn, and Tohivo Anus. Prihit and Anus are credited with the idea of reducing the cost of voice calls by using a peer-to-peer protocol. The simplest way to understand peer-to-peer technology is a simple telephone call to a friend. The most well-known example of peer-to-peer technology in the late 1990s and early 2000s was the Napster music file sharing system consisting of a distributed network of millions of personal computers whereby users could search for and download songs directly over the internet for free. Peer-to-peer technology allows for the sharing of computer files and was very popular by users of audio music file sharing applications such as Kazaa and Napster. In 2000, the American musical recording company A&M Records along with several other recording companies through the Recording Industry Association of America, the so-called RIAA, sued Napster on grounds of contributory and vicarious copyright infringements under the U.S. Digital Millennium Copyright Act, the DMCA. Napster was faced with the following allegations from the music industry, that its users were directly violating the plaintiff's copyrights, that Napster was responsible for contributory infringement of the plaintiff's copyrights, that Napster was responsible for vicarious infringement of the plaintiff's copyrights. 
Napster lost the case in the district court, but then appealed to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit and eventually had to close down its service in July 2001 after it could not comply with the court ruling conditions. So both Kazaa and Napster suffered many lawsuits against them after its users breached many copyright laws and were eventually discontinued and sold. On 10 May 2011, Microsoft Corporation uh, acquired Skype Communications for 8.5 billion US dollars, which is approximately 11.2 billion New Zealand dollars with an inflation rate of 12.75%. The company was incorporated as a division of Microsoft, which acquired all its technologies with the purchase. The acquisition was completed on 13 October 2011. So interestingly, Skype originated from music audio sharing applications, Kazaa and Napster's peer-to-peer technology and became the first video peer-to-peer conferencing platform developed and which most of us grew accustomed to. It is estimated that at the time Microsoft bought Skype, there were over 660 million worldwide users with over 300 million estimated active each month as of August 2015. At one point in February 2012, there were 34 million users concurrently online on Skype. Skype is a free video and chat platform developed by Microsoft and which allowed users to sign up for free. The beauty of Skype was its user-friendly service and which allow users to connect securely with a click of one button. With any other user across the globe through video, audio or chat functions. Later, Microsoft added Skype for Business platform uh, to assist with a more secure system for businesses and enterprises. Skype for Business was recently replaced by the more sophisticated teams. From September 2019, all Office 365 users and customers will have direct access to Microsoft Teams as a new default for one-to-one calls and meetings. Before Teams, users in a Skype peer-to-peer network could pool their resources, sharing each other's files, storage systems and applications, thereby paving the way for extensive collaboration and efficient information sharing. The disadvantage of Skype peer-to-peer technology is its user-friendliness in terms of collaboration and integration efficiency, of course, which is a major concern for business looking to implement peer-to-peer networks. Despite efficiency concerns, during the COVID-19 pandemic in March 2020, Skype was used by 100 million people on a monthly basis and by 40 million people on a daily basis. Microsoft expanded Skype for Business to Teams from 2019, encouraging companies to migrate to Teams and as part of Microsoft 365 overall. The wins from making the Skype for Business upgrade to Teams are clear. It is faster, allows for more efficient working and collaboration. The beauty of Microsoft Teams let you host audio, video and web conferences with anyone inside or outside your organization. 
teams of 10 or 10,000 can meet in one place no matter how many places they're in. You can easily share files, participate in one-to-one and group chats and more, all with enterprise-grade security. Another advantage is that one can also use Skype to participate in one-to-one chats and calls with Microsoft Teams users. In particular, I found Microsoft Teams exceptionally useful for direct file sharing, uploading and sharing of MP3, music, audio files, chat and the ease of screen sharing with students. Scheduling video calls and joining calls from Teams calendar is a great feature and works without any glitches. The whiteboard function is quite useful, however, if you prefer writing rather than typing on the whiteboard, I would recommend using a stylus on a mobile tablet or iPad. Teams also have its own app, which means that you could access Teams directly from your desktop by clicking on the app from your laptop's desktop or even from your phone. The chat and email integration allows you to see all past and ongoing chats and discussions within the team. This is great for project work in groups or teaching specific classes. Teams doesn't have individual conversations. You get one persistent thread of conversation where you can scroll back in time. So if you miss a class or a meeting, it is quite easy to scroll back and catch up on topics or project developments. This is good news for students or business staff who missed classes or meetings. What I in particular enjoy about Teams is the flexibility offered to users to switch from either laptop, tablet or iPhone and without missing out on the conversation threads. With Teams, businesses could increase productivity by making all collaboration, conversations, chats, online meetings, shared files, tasks, etc. available in one single app and one single interface. The chat function on Microsoft Teams allows users to have threaded conversations, allowing users to store brainstorming sessions, conference calls, and other meetings in a single easy-to-find place, thus adding to productivity. In Teams, your conversation thread has a files tab so you can simply find all the previously shared files. Behind the scenes, shared files are stored in each other's uh, OneDrive and switching from video to chat and OneDrive are all a click of a button away. The greatest advantage of Teams is the security and protection policies that give users peace of mind when either teaching online or doing business online. Previously in Skype, sharing photos and images was rather hit and miss. However, with Teams, photo and image sharing just work perfectly the first time. A disadvantage of Teams is that should you have a slow internet speed with less than 1.2 megabytes per second, your bandwidth and latency issues will increase. Based on my own experience working with Teams, should one person on the call have poor or unstable connection, all will experience latency and bandwidth issues. Further, Teams on mobile is far more reliable than on Skype. Another exciting feature of Teams is allowing you to add your mobile or tablet 
to the same call your laptop is already connected to. The phone or tablet then becomes a muted user but you can share files, photos or PowerPoint displays and content to the same meeting. Screen sharing is almost instantly and becomes more interactive if a third party is allowed to control your screen. By hitting one button, a meeting's note application appears and this is great to notate actions, notes, etc. I like the fact that I can test my audio and video settings before and even during meetings or classes and can adjust settings accordingly. Teams is clever enough to mute you by default if you are joining a big meeting and not if you are one of the first day. But then later, if you do talk when muted, it pop up a little message to warn you so. A great feature is the custom background setting that allow you to select a virtual background when you do not want people to know where you are broadcasting from. You'll be happy to know that Zoom integration is possible without leaving Teams. Microsoft Teams integrates neatly with Zoom, for example, if you are on a Teams call and needed to connect with another person via Zoom, this is easily done. Also, Teams allow users to add bots or app integrations to their groups. For example, the Microsoft Teams Trello app will add a new tab within your group so it could be used to keep track of progress made within Trello. I personally would strongly recommend Teams if you are a startup business or intending to pivot to an online business and the business basic plan is quite reasonably priced for startups. On the other hand, if you are considering online teaching, Microsoft 365 offers you all the quality tools including Teams for free and with all the security you need to launch your integrated platform with confidence and style. Hi, I'm speaking to Lena Chandepper, Category Manager at PepsiCo Australia and New Zealand, and she's also a mother of three school-aged children. Hi, Lena. Uh, Lena. Hi, Maria. Yeah. Hi, Lena. Can you explain to our listeners what a category manager does for a job? Sure. Um, if I briefly put it uh, in a few sentences, what my role is, um, basically category manager looks for the insights into consumers and the shopper needs in the category we represent. And um, based on the research and the insights and um, I do analyze a lot of those data and the insights, what is available. Mm -hmm. Based on those um, analysis and the research and the insights, we have a long-term plans which we implement for the development of the product and the category where we represent. Mm. If you, um, yeah. If you understand, uh, and a lot of my, a lot of them will know what, what four P's of marketing are, where product, placement, price, and promotion, where product comes from the marketing, whereas price, placement, and promotion for the long-term benefit of category and the product, category managers plans those strategies for retailer and the company. Oh, that's fantastic. So in other words, it's sort of giving a sort of a vision where the company is going to and what they should be 
uh, investing and, and marketing sort of that way? Absolutely, absolutely. This is a combination of uh, working with a retailer and a manager in a, we sit in between our company and the retailer. So we bring up the strategies. What could work for the category in turn? How it could benefit the product for the company? So we look into a holistic approach and try to drive that business for both. Oh, fantastic. Hi. The second question, in terms of overall performance at uh, your company and for yourself, how would you assess the impact lockdown had uh, on productivity? Uh, lockdown was a kind of a, you know, a big step change for everybody, I guess. From the company perspective, from the individual perspective, I tell you what, it was a big shift in the mindset and the way we work. Mm-hmm. I think um, from the productivity wise in specific to, you know, myself and, you know, personally, when I look at it, I think I took, you know, um, I was more productive and I took more responsibility and accountability to deliver the things what matters most mm-hmm. rather than just doing everything, you know, putting in, you know, into perspective. It's hard where you can't deliver everything. So focus on the things which matter most. Oh, that's, so try that's, to deliver that yeah, to that's, the business. That's, that's quite interesting, eh? So you actually felt a little bit more productive when you were working from home. Is that what you're saying? Give it, yeah, having the flexibility helped, but it was challenging because it, it was a big shift Yeah. from every day going to work and now you are kind of a home, you know, working, you know, where your family is also around you. So you've got to find a way to balance and still you deliver on your performance. So... I think I did find myself a bit more productive, more focused on the work because of the extra focus you needed at that time. Yeah, that's that, that's fantastic. Hi, uh, Lena, just a, a third question. You know, you are a mother of uh, three school-age children. And uh, how did you balance the working from your home and managing your children's music online and school online learning? Yeah, that was a big halt for kids' routine. If we say, because every day my kids are so every day, it's pretty much locked with their activities, their schooling and the music. And mm-hmm. now suddenly they're not going anywhere. Everything needed to be done inside the house, inside the four, door, four walls. So it was a challenging time for them as well. So we got to keep that in mind. In a, we have to focus on our work. At the same time, we have to manage our children as well at home. So having their schooling in a couple of hours in a day, that is good. At least they are occupied. And on top of that, having the music as part of their routine in day-to-day, uh, in their weekly you know, the routine, it was really important for them to still continue with those learning and not having to give a stop to that. Uh, did you had to share sort of uh, quite a, a bit of a responsibility because uh, I mean you were work basically working from home, eh? So it must have been quite challenging to do that and still focusing on on uh, managing your ch- children's education. Yeah, absolutely, it was a challenging. And you know, between myself and my husband, I think you know we used to take a turn because. We don't have the takeaways available and the kids are home. They need to be fed at the same time. So, yeah, yeah. when I'm in the meeting, you know, I lock myself in the study and I college my husband, you know, who actually, you know, made some, you know, lunch or dinner for us. And the same thing when he was in the meeting, I step up now and I, I do those things and still manage the kids around us and giving the activities 
to the kids, you know, at least where they can be occupied. So it does uh, definitely come back to you know, the entire family working together as a team and mm-hmm. uh, not try to get through the day. Yeah. That, that was uh, quite important, I thought, you know, being together, being kind to each other and help each other within the house. Household as a very key when we are all locked in together. That's fantastic. Uh, so the last question uh, to you, Lena, is how do you see the future of working and learning from home as a new normal for yourself and uh, your family? I think, yeah, how I see it personally, a lot of the companies, a lot of my you know, other friends and colleagues I speak to, I think uh, they're having that flexibility, you know, working from home where you can be part of um, your other children's activity as well. I think it is really a great benefit to have for the young family. So I think for me, if I have to go to you know, kids any of the uh, events or the activities, it's quite flexible in a way. You know, I can attend those during the day. Still, I find some time because I have the flexibility. I can work on the in the night and get still things done for the business. You become more committed to your job because business has given you the flexibility. So you kind of you're committed. You are delivering on your responsibilities and you are more accountable. You know what you are doing. So I think. That is the way forward, I guess. And the children are getting used to the new way of learning as well, which it wasn't there before. Now they understand what is online learning. And with the music as well, I think it was so great um, with you how they spent that time online. I think um, now they can actually focus as well, rather than initially it was hard for them to focus online. Now, at least they know they can sit in one place and look at the screen and listen to your music instructions and they play it for you as well you know, as we go through. I think that was um, quite um, challenging times and the new way of learning is come in place, I guess. And if you have any comments or suggestions for this program, please contact us at podcast at thedrmorrowshow.com. Until the next time, kia kite. A tera wiki.